Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing Melissa Hughes. Melissa is a best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur, CEO, and founder of the Live Rich Spread Wealth Movement and Company. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you for joining us today. I am excited to be here, Christina. Thank you for having this podcast. Quick bleeping around. (laughs) I cannot wait to be in this conversation, but I thank you for taking a stand for us to get moving. I love it. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Now, before we get into our topic, can you share a little bit about your background with our listeners? Oh, sure. Um, Well, my name is Melissa Hughes. I'm the founder of a movement called Live Rich, Spread Wealth, which is all about accepting all of who you are, the quirky, the education, your training, and really committing it positively to support humanity and then getting out of your own way to receive the abundance that that provides. So that's what the movement is about. I'm a business consultant and a coach. I take a stand for the giants out there, the ones that are highly educated, multi-talented. I really want to see them win because I know the ones that are the givers in the world, the more of them that are empowered to monetize their purpose is the better we all are on this planet. Oh, I love it. That's an amazing mission. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So now, yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell, really. Yes, I love it. Well, and you, you talk on a number of topics and one particular that caught my attention was how systems are sexy. Oh, I really like, don't get me started, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) So let me tell you why I feel like systems are sexy. And and for all the creative people out there, the ones that like no systems, Mm -hmm. the unsystem folks, um, hear me out, hear me out. First of all, I'm not talking about systems just for systems sake. And I really am making sure when I talk about sexy sexy systems, it's because it's in alignment with what you value. So for example, I like to have systems in my home, in my life, as well as in my business. From my life perspective, I remember a time where I was crazy traveling all over the world. And the last thing I wanted to do was to come home and spend all that time cleaning and shopping and doing all those things. So I was like, what can I do to get my time back so I can do what I really love to do? And that's be fully present with my family. Um, Also, what can I do to make sure that I have my own self-care so that I can be the fun girl (laughs) consistently, have a lot of adulting responsibilities, but still be my best self when it comes to the people that I love. And so those kind of systems kind of incorporated, you know, when do I make my plans to delegate the housekeeping? When do I delegate the shopping? Like I can go online. Even before the online grocery shopping was popular, I was doing it because those are the systems that allowed me to get my time back because when I go to the shopping, you know, I'm there for hours, down aisles. If I just know exactly what I need, I can systematically make sure that it gets delivered to the house. All I have to do is unpack it and I'm still able to spend time, quality time with the family. So when it comes to systems, that for me was just an example, but that became really sexy because it supported my values and my values were that I wanted to be energized and present to what life was unfolding when it came to my family life. Now, business, I feel like systems are sexy even more so. And when I say systems, systems look like a lot of things. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much. Yes, yes, it's it's sexy. It's gorgeous. Absolutely. And so, you know, when I'm looking at my business and I'm looking at, okay, well, how do I systematically continually get um, like potential clients? So your sales, how can you systematically market out there? Um, And how do you systematically fulfill your services? Uh, These things can be quite, you know, when you're starting out, it can be like a whole lot of 
confusion. Mm -hmm. You can do so many things. You don't know what was successful or what wasn't success successful. Well, I want to always show how once you see what's successful, lock it in, lock it in, and then you can evaluate. Do you need to change the system? Um, because systems who change, they're not stagnant. There's different systems that are required when you start a business than when you have a seven-figure business. You know, they're totally different systems. So when things start breaking, maybe because you now have more clients than you ever had before, you have to reevaluate what kind of systems will allow you to still have that value of, I want to make sure that they feel high touch no matter where they came into my business. I want to make sure that every time they pick, like my company, someone answers the phone in my company, they get that warm feeling. They get the consistent greetings. You know, your business is an extension of yourself, your brand, you know, the culture. And so it's really good that systems allow you to have a way to continually have repeatable processes that give you the same predictable results. That's what I like about systems. If you are creative and you're like, ah, oh, you know what, Melissa, I hear you. But when I think of systems, I think of constraints and restriction. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you are creative and you love your creativity time, put it in a system three hours every <laughs> Wednesday in the afternoon is yours. Block it off. Play in that place so you can stay creative. You know, if you are really valuing your health, then what can you do systematically in the morning to pay attention to you first so that you train those around you that look, when I'm great, you're amazing. Mm -hmm. So what can we do systematically so that your family knows what to expect from you and they can support the healthy boundaries that you also put in place too. When you start with your values, and then go into the systems, then there's way more meaning. And those predictable results are exactly what you're looking for mm -hmm. so that you know that you can stay successful and fulfilled every step of the way. I love that. Well, and before we get into, because it sounds like like the first step, like you said, is, is values. One, um, I know I love systems just from a neurological standpoint, right? Because the more yeah. that we have systems in place, the less mental energy that we are using, over, yes. right? Totally. Which frees us yes. up for that creative space. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? It's, you know, when you have repeatable processes, it's more productive. Like yes. that's less time on waste. That's less time on trying to figure it out every single time. Or if you're oh. looking to lead your team, re-explaining it. Over, if you have oh. standard operating procedures <laughs> or you're onboarding someone, give them the manual, have them do it. And then like kind of, you can, uh, you can, um, just, you know, you can actually refresh it with every new hire, yeah. but you're not starting from scratch. So yeah, it's so much more life-giving. I cannot tell you. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah. So first step then, it sounds like it's identifying your values, which yes, one I wouldn't have thought of for systems. I think this is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even from an organization, a corporate perspective, you know, why would they put in a system? Because they're trying to create more efficiencies. Mm -hmm right? That's the value. They want to be more efficient. So what systems can they put in place? Or if there are systems that create more bureaucracy, how can we streamline Ooh, that yeah. to get better results? So that's why the values are so important. Because if you don't have the values in doing systems for systems, that's why we get a bad rap when yeah. it comes to systems. Because like, why the heck are we doing this? This doesn't make any sense. Well, start with the values. Start with what, what do you want these systems to accomplish for you? Then you work from there. Because after you evaluate, then when you do that, then you identify which system is going to be the most appropriate. Systems can be as simple as a checklist. Yeah. It can be standard operating procedures. It can be scripts. You know, it can be so many different things. It can be in the form of technology. 
or people or processes, like putting people in the system, like where do they, where are some intersections, you know, who decides what, when. So these are the things you want to identify what system is going to be the best, most appropriate for where we are. I remember something as simple as when I first started my business and I had an assistant, she was responsible for organizing all these calls, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, she was herding cats 24 seven. I was paying her to herd cats. I mean, I mean, she yeah. fired me from my own calendar over and over again, <laughs> according to her system. But you know what? As my business got more advanced and there were more, more cats to herd, <laughs> then I was like, you know, we have to put technology in this place. Mm, yes. We have to replace the things that she's doing so she can support me in more, uh, in more aligned ways. Let's delegate this to some kind of automated calendar booking system. You know, let's do that because that now will make sure that no one gets fired, especially me. Because <laughs> you know? it'll say, oh, that, that space is not available. You know, it's real yeah. time, you know. And so, so, I mean, just simple things like that is a system. And so identify what are your values, identify which systems are going to support you in the best way. And sometimes you might need support to do that. That's fine. It's okay to seek out help for that. It's okay. Because once you have a good system and it's rolling, it is so worth it. And then you'll be so excited. You're like, okay, what else can I systemize? Like, yes. <laughs> it's like a to-do list. Let me systemize everything. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you get your buy-in, right? Yes. So it's one thing to evaluate the system. You implement the system, but then also you have to get the buy-in for the people that are impacted by the systems that are created. You know, they have to know where do they belong in this system? How are they able to support these values and these results? And how important is what they do? How does it relate to the other processes or people or or, or um, process people or technology that's in the system. Yeah. So communication is huge. Yes. Uh, so systems being sexy is because you get to communicate the vision. Like this is why it's here. This is why, how it helps us. That's what's in it for you. What's in it for me? You know, date nights on Thursdays, that's a system. So your the, your significant other, they know where they belong when you're busy and taking on the world or having long hours. At least they know where they belong in the system of life. Yeah. They know that there's always going to be a place that's there for them, that you've thought about them enough to say, hey, I am busy. But you know what? This is the time that all technology is closed down. It's whatever you want to do. I'm fully present in this quality time. So with systems, when it comes to efficiency, even in relationships, they don't, you don't need to be with someone 24 hours, but you want to be fully present when Lord you no. are with them. Yeah, Lord, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, so those are just examples as far as the steps, you know, the yeah. values, identify the system, you know, implement the system, you know, communicate the value of it. And also systems, you have to check to make sure that it's always working for you. So yeah, that's all you get. So you can always go back on your system and say, hey, are you, are you still delivering to the values that I set? Yeah. And if you're not, then let's revise the system. And if you are, then move on and keep on doing yeah. it and handle the fires. Because if you have good systems in your business, then you can be more of the visionary because things are done, like you said, more creativity. Yeah. And if there's things that were totally out of whack that you didn't anticipate, at least your business is flowing so you can handle that item yes. as opposed to everything's falling down at the same time. I love that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so can you take us through so uh, like maybe a typical 
thing that you help clients uh, systematize and whether they're a business owner or not. So maybe something that everyone could relate to, like a, a case study. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're not going to expect this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, sure, let's do it. <laughs> so I'm all about systems. And let's just talk about a system that everyone has access to, mm -hmm. to make powerful choices in times of uncertainty with grace and ease and not second guessing yourself. Oh. And that's how to systematically tap into your intuition. Oh, I was not expecting that, but this is I awesome. Let's do I it. <laughs> and well, you know, we're talking about quit, quit bleeping around. Yes. And oftentimes what causes us to be stuck, stagnant, confused, overwhelmed, or anxious, high anxiety is because we're trying to figure out what's ahead of us. Mm. Um, oftentimes when we're up to big things, we've never been there before. So we have that fear or we have that ego popping in the, in the way to get in, in, in the way of our success yes. or for us moving around and leaning into things. And so I think that I like to talk about intuition because we, it all comes with the manufacturing, like it's packaged with us. Everybody has it. <laughs> and, and there are times where we just have never been there. And it's a great opportunity. Why do we bleep around is because fear is talking to us. Like, mm. like we're watching the movies, fear is on the sofa with us. I said the <laughs> monsters sometimes escape the closet, right? Uh -huh. So we all have fear, we're all human. So these monsters escape the closet. And I'm just saying, don't have tea with the monsters. <laughs> don't have your bonbons and popcorns in front of Netflix with the monsters. Like, no, it's very common, but that can cause you to not move around. Or your ego, like, oh, so why would you think? Like, who do you think you are? You know, <laughs> or, or oh, I'm just looking to serve me and no one else. You know, that kind of gets stale after a while and yeah. you're not able to reach the height that you're capable of. So when you're able to consistently tap into your intuition, and I say, you know, the first thing is you wanna, you know, be ask the question. You know, that's the first one. The second thing you wanna do is be open to what what happened, be open to whatever answers that you get. Then C is to, you know, kind of con con continue doing that, you know, be able to ask the question, be open, and then write down whatever you get and be able to do it over and over again. So, hmm. so this is a way that we oftentimes don't check in with ourselves. Yeah. We listen to everybody else. We listen to the TV, we listen to very highly intended people that tell us how to run our lives. And we oftentimes don't listen to ourselves and ourselves, there's a voice, so there's a thought, there's a knowing that we all possess. That I'm, a, I'm not saying don't listen to others and don't check the data. I'm saying that in addition to that, check yeah. in with yourself and then you can have the real answer so you can move forward with confidence and not second guess yourself. Hmm. So that's a system as well. I love it. Yeah, because you, you know, <laughs> we tend to limit ourselves when we think of systems. Yeah. Right. And right, wow. Right, right. So that's a yeah, system for responding. Entrepreneurs and, and, and executives. Like, so this is like powerhouses because they're trailblazers. They're leading all these people. Uncertain times. Mm -hmm. Life is changing so much. It's like, how do we have all the pressures in our shoulders yeah. to lead companies and organizations and teams and family into the future when we haven't been there before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> see, so this is life changing stuff today, folks. <laughs> this is awesome. So now wow. it, it sounds like, well, and I'm in full agreement because I'm a big systems person too. It sounds right, like, exactly. You know, so, so for that person out there who's like, oh my 
gosh, what do I do? There's like, so where do I start? Cause there's just so much that I could systematize to make my life easier. What is your right. advice to them? You know, the first thing you want to do is you want to look at what your, what's the goal? Like, what's your goal? And then you want to identify what are the tasks that you need to do in order to reach that goal. And then you want to multiply that by systems, which means like intentions. What are the intentions and how is it going to serve you in the whole? When you're able to do those things over and over and over over again, that's like a systematic approach to doing something. And then when you're able to make sure your intentions behind the systems, it means that you're actually going to be tracking it. Is the system carrying out what I intended it to do? Am I landing in the right place? That's when you lock it in because then you're now ensuring you have predictable results. Yeah. So it's like, what's the goal? What are the tasks that you need to do to make sure you hit the mark? And then you check in with that and not limit yourself. Tasks can be, like I said, it can be, what is someone, what's the handoff look like, you know, or what's the checklist? Or what's the standard operating procedures? Or if you have a sales team, what's the script? It's great that you can close business and you can enroll people into your, you know, you can go on these business deals and and land the deals. But there's a systematically way that you're able to be successful. It's either I need to make sure it's always this client archetype. This is the profile of the client that we are always winning. So how do we systematically go against, go after those clients, you know? And then now that we're we're in front of them, what is the conversation? You know, I teach a love methodology. I have a, a sales methodology that I teach and it's called the love methodology. I love so that. what do you, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, how do you consistently show up for your client? And, and, and no matter what's you or someone from your company, you follow that same system because yeah. whether you close the deal or not, you can review the system and say, oh, wow, that really worked. That's worked every time. We're going to make sure we always add that or ooh, you, you strayed from the system. Let me train you so that you can get stronger in this part of the system so that we all win. And so this is the thing. That's why it is such a life-giving um, opportunity to embrace systems because you don't get to multiple seven figures if you don't have systems that work oh, for you absolutely. and your business. Right. That's how you get <laughs> yeah. freedom. Right. It's that's how you get your freedom. And even if you're just starting out, okay, so if you're making less than twenty-five thousand, okay, fine. But after a while, if you're looking to expand your business, you do need to start looking at systematic ways to get your results. This is especially important for these parents when you're parenting or you have elders that you have to take care of when you're sandwiched, you know, mm-hmm. what can you do to still live out your dreams and your career or your business while serving also the ones that you love? You know, it's not you know, I, I found for myself that suffering is a choice. Yes. And it can off put some people that statement, mm. but I've totally embraced totally that. Yeah. Then I looked at, okay, well, what can I do to have a different experience? Yes. And lock that in. Yes. I love it. So that's kind of some examples why it's so sexy. These yes, systems. I know. Huh? Well, and I would guess the first step too, and believe it or not, and I know <laughs> in the line of work we're in, it's like goals are like an everyday thing. Like you're going yes, after them. You have a lot, but I've actually run it. And it's, it sounds like there's a majority of people out there that don't actually have goals or at least. Well, let me show you. There's a thing about down. goals. That's, that's true. Now goals are very like, so for example, um, there's a difference between surviving and thriving in life, mm-hmm. right? Surviving, there might already be like this roadmap set out for you. Like it's a, it's a menu and you have everything on the menu you get to pick, yeah. right? So maybe like you might not have goals, but where you work, they have management by objectives. So by default, you get your goals. <laughs> like, oh, <they're laughs> yeah. goals. 
Or maybe you have a spouse that pretty much knows what he or she wants. So there's your goals. There you go. You want to make them happy? I was also thinking pain points. You know, like if you don't know where to start, what's your biggest pain point? What's your biggest pain? Figure out a system around that maybe. Well, that's true. I mean, when when, when it comes to even acknowledging the pain for one thing. I serve giants and yes. I know you serve the go-getters, right? So the, <laughs> the super achievers, yes. right? So giants and super achievers don't always tap into pain points. Mm-hmm. Or by the time they do, it's really bad. Like yeah. it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ER pain. Uh-huh. What pain point? I'm just hustling. It's all pain, isn't right, it? Right, right. Oh, my arm is now on fire. <laughs> I didn't recognize the ones on my nails. You know? <laughs> It's like, you know, so really being able to check in with yourself and giving yourself the grace yes, to identify where are you right now in this moment? How do you feel? You know, what does that look like for you? And how can this be a more positive experience Mm. for you? You know, and that's one of the things. Now, the other thing with goal setting, I will tell you, I'm going to out myself because I have been like the biggest goal person, oriented person. But the question is, what happens when you're now living outside of your goals? (laughs) Like you've already achieved. You got to keep creating more. <laughs> well, I, I sometimes, and I say I live in the surrender uh-huh. because sometimes yeah. these, these are places that I've never been before. So, yeah. it's, and I don't want to like, this is the thing. I feel like, you know, I always want first class, right? So yeah. sometimes I don't know what that first class looks like. So I'm not trying to put a label <laughs> on it, but I know how I want to feel and I know yes. what my intentions are. Yeah. And so I know that this is what's guiding me to live outside of what I even thought was possible. Yeah. I love that. Now, <laughs> and now I do need to get tools from you though, because I, I love adding to my toolbox. And I know yes. systems can be a lot of different things, but yes. I would love, how about let's do the three top tools you use in your personal life for your systemization, and then the three top tools maybe in your professional life. Yep, sure. For, for example, personal life. I don't know if you're going to expect this either, but here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> the tools that I use in my life, um, because like I said, I've I've made a lot of goals. I've accomplished a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And a long time ago, it was that, you know, they said, uh, if you know how to get there, you're not living big enough. Oh, right. Uh-huh. right? So so I, that kind of started shaking up a lot of my goals. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I do for my personal life. The first thing I do is um, I in the morning, I do get into meditation. I mm-hmm. say, um, praying is talking to God, meditating is listening to God, right? Mm. So I do meditate because I want to know what is, you know, where, wh- what is my day? Like, what do I need to do today to make a difference? Mm-hmm. I always check in from that perspective. Um, the other thing is I, I do uh, systematically is I actually set intentions for my day. Like, I want to know what I feel, what I want to feel like in the morning, in the after, in the mid, in the mid of the day, and the end of the day. How do I want my family to feel? How do I want I might me to feel? How do I want my clients to feel? So I actually set some intentions every morning before I step into my day. Nice journal or I don't like, I don't journal, but journal. No, but actually, I do I do journal from the perspective of like I I'll get downloads. I'm like okay, like what's going on? If I really need to figure out ah. something that's like really you know a little anxiety about me around yeah. around it, I will one of two things. I will dump it all on on in my journal and and get and get it out of my head. Yes. And then, and then I'll go to sleep. There you go. Because tomorrow's, tomorrow's got to be better. <laughs> <laughs> so your intentions, then you just kind of hold in your head. Yeah, no, I just, no, I, I actually let them out. Like I actually, I kind of, if it was a movie, I'd like be the projector. Ah. I'm like projecting out what I want in, okay. the, in the future, right? So I know what I want to feel. I know what I want to occur. And then I step into it. 
Um, that's what I do from a personal perspective. So it's the being in a quiet place, really being able to check in, making sure that this life that I'm creating, I'm intentional about how I want to land with people. You know, what are the experiences that I'm looking to create? And then also, um, I, and then I and then I actually, uh, when it comes time to making critical decisions, like I, I told you about that personal thing that I do there. Now, when it comes to business, I do. Uh, it, you know, it's a little different because it's not just me, it's other people and I'm leading and we're looking to be very successful in business. So like, for example, this season, even before the new year, systematically, we actually sit down and we strategize. We look at what happened this past year. What did we like? What are the three things that we liked? And what's the one thing that we can improve? Everybody across the table does nice. that because it's not a battle fest. It's not like, oh, everything was awful. I oftentimes want us to embrace what do we do really well? So we know to stick with that and to celebrate that. And then what's the one thing? Because if you do five things, oftentimes you can't do all the five yes. things at once. So I say, what's the one thing that we can improve? And we actually create a, we compile that. Nice. And then from there, we start putting in places. It's where are we looking to go? What are the goals? Who do we need to support us in making it happen? Like, what are the resources to make it happen? What are the dates that we set by when? So these are the ways that you're able to systemize because once now you have that laid out, now you have this, now you can create the action to support each step. Yeah. So that's just from a professional perspective and you're leading other people. There is a lot more to systems, but it also makes things work yeah. very well. Oh, I love it. Lots and lots of advice. I'm sure there's a lot more we could dive into, but I know people are going to want to learn more. So can you share your products and or services? With our yes, listeners? absolutely. Well, I say that I serve the giants in the world. So the giants are the folks that are the, the do-gooders that know it's bigger than them. They're solution-oriented, highly educated, and multi-talented. I have the School for Giants. So during the School for Giants, this is actually an experience where I'm supporting uh, folks that meet that criteria. Say, hey, I'm a giant. I, I want to make an impact in the world. I'm a do-gooder and a giver. I have a school that actually supports them in being able to understand what their sole purpose is, look at how we can position and package them and price out their services so that we can create six and seven figure revenue streams, mm -hmm. adding that to their existing system or creating that for them as their system and how we lock it in so it's sustainable year after year, they get predictable results. So that's why systems are so sexy. That's what I support yes. the giants in doing in school for giants. And you can always reach me at melissahughes.com to learn about additional services, as well as I have a documentary that was just released. Mm. So you can always get that at liveridgespreadwealth.com. That's a complimentary giveaway. If you want to know what it looks like to have the giant lifestyle or to go through the ups and downs and know what it really <laughs> looks like, there's a documentary there for you to be inspired, for you to be reminded on how valuable and important you are. To whatever is in your heart, go for it. I totally encourage you to make it happen. Oh, I love that. Awesome. So what is your final piece of advice? I think that my final piece of advice is 2023 is the year for me. I want people to put themselves first and understand that that's not selfish. I, you know, when it comes to taking care of yourself, you are influencer, whether you believe it or not, there are people watching you, maybe they're little people, big people, people that are your peers and you matter that much. So take time out to see how can you serve yourself? How can you make time for your health and your well-being? We need you. We love you. You're, you're, we really uh, honor you as far as society is concerned. 
make your 2023 a year for yourself because when you take care of yourself you can serve people in a phenomenal way like powerhouse yes but when you're serving from an empty cup sometimes your cup gets so empty all you can do is focus on that cup yeah. and you're not any good for anyone else. So 2023, make that the year for you mm -hmm. and onward, you know, no matter what the year, no matter what the time, invest in yourself because you're the most important asset and soul that you ever have. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you, Christina. It's been an honor being here with you today. <laughs> If you'd like to learn more about Melissa, visit her website at liverichspreadwealth.com. Interested in expanding your employee development program? Visit christinaeans.com to look at the many workshops Christina has available for you.